0: So today on the show, Patrick Auerbach, who is Associate Senior Vice President for Alumni Relations over at University of Southern California. Patrick, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. It's great to be here.
0: So I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at USC, um, specifically with alumni relations. As we were talking in the pre-show, I'm like, I don't know what you're doing over there, but you're doing it right because USC has a really strong presence here. And uh, I said my my, my Spartans, not, not as much, but you did mention that uh, in East Lansing, we're very strong. So there we go. We got East Lansing.
1: Um,
0: but before we get into that, Patrick, I do want to get a little bit more into your background. So uh, how did you get started in your career?
1: Ah, that's it, always an interesting question. Um I was going to College, uh, actually across town at the, at another fine university, uh, UCLA. I don't think our USC alumni would be thrilled for me to say that, but it's the truth. <laughs> it's a,
0: you know that's what
1: makes you. It's what. Hey, if you notice know, what? It's part of what makes USC great is that we also have a uh, an arch rival here in the same city. We share a lot of the same you know audience and we compete for a lot of the same things here. So I think you know that we actually make each other stronger. So I was a student across town, uh, you know, 30 years ago. And uh, didn't really know what I wanted to do and kind of discovered sports later in life. I was not active in sports as a kid. Uh, I had a, a brother and a sister and uh, my brother played sports. My sister really did not and I just kind of did not. Uh, but I got very interested in sports when I was in college and uh really thought that I suddenly wanted to be a college athletics administrator so I after graduating from UCLA I went to a graduate school at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville because I wanted to go to a big brand uh, go to like, go to the south go to like one of those typical college towns and really get immersed in the experience and I was very fortunate mm-hmm. to uh, meet some very wonderful leaders uh, in the whole uh, collegiate sports space and started off my work in intercollegiate athletics and Pivoted over to uh, the WNBA, which at the time in the late 1990s was a was a new uh, league. It was uh, nascent, and it was really exciting to be part of this, you know, c- kind of startup venture. Realized shortly thereafter that I wanted to be back in the collegiate space, and was fortunate that I got hired by a wonderful university in Los Angeles. But, you know, as they say in life, you never know what's going to happen. Little did I know that the wonderful university to offer me a position was actually the arch enemy to <laughs> to where I earned my bachelor's degree. <laughs> so I ended up working in the athletic department here at the University of Southern California, specifically with the women's basketball program, and was pursuing my doctorate degree in higher education uh, here at USC, which is a wonderful perk a lot of times when you work on a college campus is you get uh, access and you maybe even get a tuition discount Uh, for earning an additional academic degree and as i was getting close to finishing my degree i really was putting my brain towards what's next for me i really Mm -hmm. love being at this university i love college sports but i really became very attuned to the greater enterprise like the broader enterprise of higher education and as luck would have it as i was wrapping up my dissertation uh, a position to open up in the Alumni Association uh, on the senior leadership team, so I moved over from athletics after working in athletics for about 15 years overall, over you know all the parts of my career, uh, moved over to the field of alumni relations, and then five years in, was appointed to lead the alumni relations program here at the University of Southern California, and I've now been in this role for uh, seven years.
0: Wow, what an amazing story! and um what I like about it is that you you know you had a couple of pivots in between, but you re- ultimately ended up in an r where you wanted to be um close to the university or the collegiate um level of um education in terms of your day to day um position. I, one thing that I think is uh, really interesting that I kind of mentioned when we were warming up for this was that I think all colleges out there obviously want to maintain a close alumni or a close relationship with their alumni, and the better that they could do that, um, obviously, the um, closer it's going to be to, um, you know, long-term success for not, not just the obvious, like, donations, things like that, but for school spirit, for, um, for the network, for the new grads in terms of having positions when they get out, um, and just that all, all the benefits that come from a strong association. So I, I've just noticed being in L.A. now for, I think, going on nine years, um, that USC has, such a, uh, has a very strong presence here and, and a close network. What are some of the things that you think um, contribute to that?
1: Well, I mean, you can't have a great alumni network without, first of all, great people, and second of all, without a great university undergirding it. And it's kind of a similar notion when you talk about college sports and people say, oh, you know, college football. Yeah, college football or college basketball or any college sport can be great, but you can't have a great collegiate sports team without a great college or university, which is the foundation of it. And so I think the same holds true with alumni relations. You need the two key ingredients are people and you need the actual educational institution. USC has always been a very, even from its humble beginnings 130 years ago, USC has always been a very enterprising, innovative, forward-thinking institution, and that mentality has really carried on through the decades, literally, and the alumni who have come here have made the institution stronger when they were students and have made it stronger when they're alumni, and it's kind of been this kind of reflexive, it's been like a two-way street where the university is better because of who's come here and who supports it, and the people who have who have come here and supported are better because they came from this university. So I think it really goes both ways. So when you talk about like this wonderful and strong, let's say, omnipresence of alumni here in Southern California, as much as I'd like to sit here and take the credit, I (laughs) can't. What I can certainly do, though, is be very proud and privileged to have the position that I have to work with such amazing resources, the amazing resources being wonderfully accomplished and very forward-thinking and civic-minded people, as well as a very grounded
0: and very forward-thinking institution. So in terms of uh, in terms of actionable steps, so let's just say uh, and I agree with everything you said, I, I completely get that. And I know that there's some other, um, other alumni and other um, leaders of, of universities that are listening to this in various parts of the country who are working with you know strengthening and making their alumni associations better too. Um, What are some actionable things that you think that USC does that's just a little bit different, that just contributes to some of that uh, success? There's been this notion that we kind of have a secret
1: sauce here at USC, like what is it about this Trojan family? What is it (laughs) about this institution? And I will say this. What a lot of people don't know is that USC is actually a private university. Our Mm -hmm. name is a very public-sounding name. For example, when you hear university of a given city or region – Most of the time, people will think, oh, you must be public because we have a very strong, as referenced earlier in this uh, podcast, there's a very strong competing university in this town, which is the university of the name of a state and the name of a city. So I think Mm -hmm. a lot of times people would associate a university with our type of name as a public school. We're a private university. So right off the bat, there's a lot of inherent advantages to that and that we can really kind of chart our own course, even though we obviously are an institution that serves the public because we do technically we're we're a private university with a very public facing mission so I think that in and of itself makes us it uniquely positions us to be able to do things at a swifter pace but still at the same time do things that make society better so I think that it's and again that might sound really abstract and you kind of have to be in the weeds here at the institution to understand what that means but there's always great opportunities for alumni to be bold and be creative and we don't have to leave as much of it, let's say, up to, like, uh, let's say, by committee or have it be voted on and have it be approved by so many layers of, like, let's say, some sort of public entity like uh, municipal or state government. We're not mm. subject to that. We are obviously still subject to all the laws of the state of and the federal government, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, I just think that there are some advantages there just a unique positioning in such a vibrant and diversifying and growing city I think also really enables USC to have a a competitive advantage.
0: So uh, in terms of this podcast I don't know I think we're at like maybe 30 percent of the downloads come from this local area this whole Southern California and Northern California uh, area any kind of projects or anything interesting that the school is working on in general that you care to talk about?
1: Well, I could give you a very specific – I could talk specifically about our alumni program that one of the things that we do, which is really – which I think was unusual about eight or nine years ago, and it's now really kind of caught fire, and a lot of other alumni associations do it. We do um, – a lot of schools do like a day of giving where they want you to give money to the school. Yes, we do one of those too. That's important, but that's not what sets us apart. What sets us apart is that we do like a global day of service, where what we do is in, in uh, 15 different countries and um, – about 35 different U.S. states and about 15 different countries, we go out and do community service. We do a project that is meaningful to a given local community, but we do it in the name of USC. What this does is it really speaks to our philanthropic roots that we have here at USC, where people feel like they could, as a USC alum, as a Trojan, as we call ourselves, they could go out into their community, and whether it's cleaning up a park reading to school children, you know, helping to take care of service animals. It could be any sort of public or some sort of public duty or service that people do in the name of USC. That's an ongoing mission that we have to make our communities better. And we do it in the name of our university, which obviously helps to enhance our brand and our reputation okay so that's something exciting that we do at that level we have a new university president Dr. Carol L. Folt and a lot of uh, what she's focusing on um, is access and affordability for our students and also really being a great urban partner with uh, the city in which we live so we're really looking at opportunities there where we can uh, join hands with all different facets of our university campus as well as join with the community to help make this place better And hopefully with the work that we do there, then we can have a broader impact, whether it's trying to address critical issues that we have, not only locally like homelessness, but homelessness is a national crisis, or whether it's um, looking more on the research side and the scientific side, looking at uh, things that the university is doing to help solve if they can of course a cure for cancer has been something that you know that the world has been pursuing many years but also now alzheimer's is something that you know usc puts a lot of emphasis on so there's so many things that we're trying to do to make the world a better place and to solve what we call like either wicked or intractable problems i think that really sets an exciting course and ambitious course for usc and our alumni have
0: a key role to play in that man that's awesome patrick Um, So if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on the Alumni Association, what's the best way for them to to get that?
1: Well, uh, I will say thank you. First of all, as as nowadays, you just direct people to your website, alumni.usc.edu. But I will make an important distinction here as well is that the USC Alumni Association, unlike many of its, let's say, peer or if you want to call them competitor institutions, is that we do not charge dues. So once you graduate with your degree from USC, whether that's a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, or a doctorate, you are automatically a member of the USC Alumni Association. So you don't have to pay dues. After all, you've already paid tuition. Even if you were on full scholarship, you've paid your dues, so to speak. So now you actually earn that degree. You are automatically a member of the Alumni Association. And going to our website, there's a myriad of opportunities, whether it's volunteering, serving on a university committee, perhaps being a career mentor to Uh, let's say a current student or even a young or mid-career alum who needs some advice there's so many ways that you could really become active in the university community i think a lot of times alumni associations try to put on an endless slew of events so that people will come and participate in an event and while events are an important way to engage alums a lot of alums don't have the time they might be busy professionals they may be busy raising their families or they just might have other personal interests So they might not have the time to physically attend an event or sit through Los Angeles traffic to get to our campus, but there still should be other ways for them to have a meaningful relationship and engagement with their university other than, let's say, you know, uh, writing a check because obviously philanthropy is important, but being engaged and involved in being an advocate for your alma mater is also something that we lean heavily upon with our alumni.
0: Fantastic. Hey, Patrick, uh, really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, share more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at USC. Uh, And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Patrick, thanks again for coming on the show. My
1: pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Oh, 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 oh oh, 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 oh